Hello and welcome. You're listening to the High Ticket Coach Podcast, the podcast for coaches who are committed to becoming masters of their craft and achieving higher levels of success both for themselves and for their high ticket clients. I'm your host, Michelle Hext. Join me every week as I encourage you to dream bigger, go further and strive for greater levels of excellence in business and in life. I'm so excited to have you here. We're going to have a blast. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello and welcome to part five of Let's Talk Visibility. And today I'm going to be talking to you about how to get that first live stream kicked off and also where to draw inspiration for your posting. By now, I hope you're getting your head around the fact that your content doesn't need to be perfectly practiced and scheduled within an inch of its life, but instead should really come from the heart and be real. I hope you're fully getting it when I say your people want to see you and not some homogenized, pasteurized version of you. And what this means is that you can get started right now. There's no need to lose 10 pounds, purchase a new microphone or buy a new carefully crafted backdrop. It's all about being you and keeping it real. So there are no excuses. You are ready now. Agreed? Excellent. From this point on, the thing that usually trips my coaches up, the coaches that I work with, is the fear that if they really commit to showing up and sharing content every day, that they're going to have days where they just don't know what to say. Getting started, honestly, is the most difficult part and people can procrastinate over just getting started for months and sometimes years before finally pulling the trigger and taking the plunge. So to help you get there faster, I'm going to share with you two things. One, your first message and two, examples of where you can go to draw inspiration for your ongoing content. Before we dive in though, I want to remind you that live video is where it's at. So we really want to make this a priority in our news feeds. Facebook favors live streaming and your videos will reach people, your written content won't. However, we want to do a mix of content types, longer written posts with visuals that attract attention, short and sweet and punchy posts that are fast and easy to digest and everything in between. Now, I mentioned Facebook live streaming, but Instagram live streaming is the same and we know that people are hooked on reels and things like that. So the... um, It really is endless as to where and how you can use live video. And on LinkedIn, I know that live streaming is happening, but it's only given to a chosen few, which is a freaking pet hate of mine. LinkedIn is archaic and needs to move the hell on because I want live streaming. But anyway, that's an aside. For the purpose of this exercise, I'm going to use live streaming as the main example because it's the thing that's going to get you noticed faster than anything else. Trust me when I say that. I can remember a little while ago now seeing a woman popping up in my newsfeed. She was going live every single day and after about a week I couldn't ignore her anymore. And the way she really owned her presence online, you know, she was showing up so confidently and I figured she had like tens of thousands of followers or, you know, 100,000 followers or something like that. And I went back and she had like less than a thousand followers and I was shocked, but I remember thinking to myself, I'll bet that when I come back, her numbers are going to be massive in the next six months. And her numbers had grown significantly over that time. It also turned out, because I was watching, paying attention, 
Um, she was a Facebook ads uh, person, I believe. Um, it also turned out that she was warming up her audience for a launch and she'd been committed to warming up her audience for a handful of months prior to that launch so that A, her audience would pay attention to her ads when they ran because they already knew her and B, her ad costs would be lower because of the above. Now, this is a strategy I've used lots of times and one I encourage my clients to use as well. It does take time and it takes patience and I know you all want results yesterday but, you know, there are ways that we can get quick wins and there are also ways that we can build sustainable businesses at the same time. So this stuff takes patience, but remember, we're building sustainable and big epic success. And that doesn't happen overnight in spite of what the gurus on the interwebs have been telling you. Consistent quality content will put you on the map it'll get you noticed and it will help you to build your business in a wonderful way that feels good for you and for your audience nothing feels better than showing up and serving your community and have them responding and reacting and engaging with you and letting them know that they're implementing the stuff that you're sharing okay so back to the focus of this particular post slash audio your very first live stream your first live stream is an opportunity to introduce yourself online or reintroduce yourself after a pivot and tell people what it is that you do and how you do it. But it's also really important to remember why people are watching your live stream in the first place. Yes, you're going to have some curiosity, but the main reason people will be watching your live stream is to get something. Consciously or unconsciously, your audience will be asking, what's in this for me? Your story, inverted commas, will only hold interest for so long unless you can make it relevant to the people that are watching. So while your introduction is about you, it's also got to be about them. So how do you do that? It's not as difficult as you might think if you're speaking from the heart about why you choose to do the work that you do and why it's important for you to help the people you want to help. Tell your people what they can expect from you in terms of content and how you plan to keep them going, how, how you plan to keep helping them. Um, I just want to go back to that previous point where I spoke about um, how it's really quite simple to let people, you know, to tell your story and make sure that it is relevant to them as well and that they're getting something from it. I'm going to talk a little bit more further on and you'll get a bigger sense of that. Um, but honestly, if you care and you show people you care and that you're telling them the story to help them as well, you know, not just because you want to, you know, have a camera in your face and show up, then they will respond to that. Okay, so make sure you illustrate that you understand your people, their struggles and desires and that you've got their back. Let them know you care. Let them know that you're going to be a continual source of guidance for them and you'll be showing up for them regularly. It is a given that you're a businesswoman or man and that it's your desire for your content to generate clients, leads, to make you money. But as I said in an earlier session, coming from a place of how can I get my content to make me some money doesn't work. What truly works is being of service and showcasing your expertise in a generous and loving way. Use your introduction video to set the scene for how you intend to continue. So be clear about how you plan to continue. Importantly, only set promises you can keep. Don't go making big, bold promises. 
if you can't keep them or have a history of not keeping them, thinking, you know, this time it'll be different. Often it's not. And so it's important to work with how you are rather than try to stuff yourself into a mold that you know just doesn't fit you. You know, as an example, I when I launched my podcast, I let people know I don't have a schedule for this because I don't work well when I am expected to have a podcast that goes live at 10 a.m. every single Monday morning. I just don't operate like that. That may change, but for now, that's just not how I roll. So I just told people how it was, and you need to tell people how it is too. If you don't know how often you'll be live, just say it. If you plan to go live every Monday at 10, and you know you can keep that promise because that's the kind of person you are, then say it. Spend some time ahead of time thinking about how you're going to keep this ball rolling so you don't get caught up in the moment and make promises you can't keep. Know yourself. Now, you know this is coming from experience, right? All of the times that I said I would send out my newsletter on Monday at 10 o'clock or whatever, and the amount of times that I didn't do it and the amount of times I beat myself up over the fact that, you know, Monday came and I just couldn't make myself do it. And then I would think, well, I'm just not going to do it this way. You know, it was a shit show. And it was because I was trying to hold myself to something that just doesn't fit for me. So I want to remind you that you can let this be easy. Let it be easy. Know yourself. Work with your natural tendencies and start there. You can always ramp things up once the ball is rolling. Okay, moving on to drawing inspiration for ongoing content. Something magical happens when you make sharing your message a daily thing. And that is that the more content you create, the easier your content ideas will flow because your brain is in a constant state of asking the question, what can I talk about next? You're like a a content-seeking missile. You're always on the lookout for the next thing that you can be talking about. Your brain just starts to work in a different way. That said, sometimes we can draw a blank. You know, it doesn't happen for me very often, but when it does, these are the things that I go to to help me get back into the zone. I look for things like client breakthroughs. Obviously, you know, we want permission from our clients to share or we just keep the names and specific details private and you can work from the concept of the breakthrough. This can be a current client breakthrough or a past client breakthrough. The next thing is you can rant about something that has triggered you, that's relevant to your people. You know, I can remember being fired up about how bad coaches were at setting themselves up for discovery calls. At the time, I'd been looking to work with a life coach to help me with some life-based stuff. And after looking at about 20 websites, not one coach had an online scheduler. You know, I either had to call or email to schedule a call. I'm not going to do that. I want to press a button and schedule myself in there and then. So guys, make it easy for your people to say yes and take action. You know, think about it. A lot of the time, this is a whole other subject and my rant in McGrant is coming, but, you know, have a think about what is practical, right? A lot of people are surfing the web at nighttime, right? And they're not going to call you at 10 o'clock at night or two o'clock in the morning to book a session with you. And they might not be can't be bothered putting together an email. So yeah, just make it easy for your people to say yes, make it easy for your people to take the step that you want them to start to take. Anyway, I spoke about my frustration and then that involved evolved into an experiment. I wanted to know how the actual discovery calls were conducted. If getting into people if getting into those calls was a pain in the ass, I knew there was a high chance the discovery calls themselves would need work. 
And sure enough, the discovery calls sucked. And that led me to keep talking about how to improve discovery calls and the discovery call process, screening clients, etc. You know, letting go of the script that you've been given in coaching school and things like that, you know. And again, that's come from experience. And so what I did was I ran a three-day challenge in my group and that one rant gave me a good month's worth of content and made a tidy little sum of money as well because off the back of that, I offered a discovery call training session to work with coaches to help them sharpen their own discovery call process. And I think that I sold those sessions for about $1,500 US. And, you know, that also gave me so much more insight to beginner coaches. Um, So when I launched my startup coach success accelerator program, that was around that time because I was really in the mindset of startup coaches. And I remember just thinking these people need help, like they really need help. And so what started as a rant about one thing, you know, created some income, which was great, but it also, you know, moved me into creating one of my signature programs, which is the Startup Coach Success Accelerator program. All right, number three, a challenge you're on the other side of. Our audience love to hear that we're human. While we know we're human and do not have it all going on as much as our audience think we do, they don't know that. They have us on, you know, some sort of pedestal, Um, not like a massive pedestal, but they have this I guess, sense that we just have it going on all the time. Our audience sees us as an authority and often we're what they're aspiring to be. So when we open up and share a struggle we've overcome that's relevant to them, they really connect with it. And suddenly the gap from where they are to where we are isn't so great. And it makes them realize that they can do this too, that we go through those challenges too. They aren't the only ones who are struggling. And from there, who do you think it is that it makes sense for them to reach out to? You, because you've had the experience. You've been there. You've done that. It makes sense that you were the person to help them. What we're essentially saying is just because you're struggling doesn't mean you won't make it. Never underestimate the power of how important that message is for your people. All right. Uh, Client results or success stories. Don't be shy about sharing your client success and letting the world see tangible evidence that you know your shit. Now, I know some of you won't have this yet, and that's okay, but when you do have, you can use it. One of my favorite things was to interview a client of mine who was killing it. And so instead of me telling you all how awesome I was, my client did that for me and sales significantly spiked for that particular month. Pain points. You should know your client's pain points. Pick one and help them, but be creative about how you help them. You have a depth of wisdom and insight based on your experiences outside of coaching as well as in it. So don't be afraid to share stories and examples from your own life about how you overcame a particular pain point that's relevant to your people. This, Even if it's not specifically related to, I'm, I'm talking, I guess, more about business coaches here and that, that kind of space. Because, you know, we have personal lives as well. And I know there are a lot of coaches out there who are business coaches and they, you know, they see the business coach side of things and they've got a whole shit show going on in the background, you know, maybe relationship issues or dramas with their kids or parents or, you know, just something going on. They might have be having an identity crisis themselves or something like that. And when we can share that, hey, you know, I've just been through this thing, they're able to look and say, oh my God, this woman's still able to, 
you know, run her business and be successful while this is all still going on. She's not perfect. And it also gives them permission to continue to do the work that they're supposed to do while they deal with the other stuff. Um, yeah, this is a great way to relate to your audience and remind them you also started somewhere. You also experienced what they're experiencing now. You got past it and you can show them how to get past it too. And finally, Facebook groups. Be where your people are and be a fly on the wall. Head into Facebook groups where your dream clients are hanging out and pay attention to their struggles and then focus on the struggles you know you can help them with and use that to create content. This one strategy alone is enough to inspire all the content ideas you will ever need. Trust me. So I want you to understand that inspiration really is everywhere. If you're not feeling inspired and you're feeling stuck for ideas, that's going to be more about you and where your head is at than about reality. Anytime you're feeling stuck with what it is you're trying to achieve, anytime you're feeling stuck, reconnect with what it is that you're trying to achieve and why. Anytime I think of the coaches in my community struggling to take things to the next level, I want to help them because I see the struggle as so unnecessary and I know I can help them take at least one step forwards with my content. I go back to my big picture vision and I reconnect with my daily content. I think about all the times I know my content has made a massive impact and I know this because you know my inbox gets blown up when you know a particular you know sometimes there's something that just triggers a lot of people and I have many people message me or email me or sometimes you know I send something out and it doesn't feel like it was really vibing with me but I feel like you know what I'm just going to put it out anyway and that inevitably always impacts at least one or two people in a really significant way so I think about those things anytime I think about you know there have been other times when I haven't really felt it and I remember that those ones often have the biggest impact I think about what I would have wanted and needed to help me move forward if I was having a bad day or feeling stuck. I imagine the coaching collective, all of the amazing souls out there who want to serve at a higher level and who are amazing at what they do, but they're either undercharging and overworked or their coaching businesses are slowly dying day after day because they never have enough clients to bring in the income they know they're capable of. Maybe that's you. I want coaches coaching and I want them doing it at a high level. I want to see coaches succeeding. I know the impact coaches have on the world and I want them all. I want you all to have the impact I know you know you can have. Whenever I go to that place in my mind, I can't help but be inspired and sh uh, to show up and serve. So what is your why? What gives you the feels? What would inspire you to show up and serve? What is it that's going to make your community more important than your discomfort or lack of inspiration? find a way just find a way I promise the rewards will heavily outweigh any discomfort you're feeling or any resistance you have okay next session I'm going to be talking about how and why I make money through my content and how you can too and I just want to mention um, the discovery call training is inside my Facebook group so I'll leave a little link down the bottom so that you can go and check that out um, it's a free program inside my community um, it is called, yeah, the Discovery Call Challenge, I think. So go and um, check that out. Just make sure that you go to the notes on the blog page and you will find my group. Otherwise, you can search. It is called Become a High Ticket Coach. That's it. I will see you next time. 
thank you for listening to another episode of the High Ticket Coach podcast. Your review really means the world to me, so please take the time to leave me a review. I really do appreciate it. I'd also love for us to keep this conversation rolling, and you can do that by joining my free Facebook group, Become a High Ticket Coach. You can also head to my website, michellehex.com, where that will hook you up with all of my other socials, and you'll be able to check out my blog as well for more juicy conversations and strategies and content that's really going to help you to grow and elevate your high ticket coaching business. Have a great day and I will be back very, very soon.